0: Well, I want to speak to you for a few moments this morning on the topic of the spirit of the overcomer. The spirit of the overcomer. And I believe that all of us need that spirit of overcomer. I believe that is is within us, in that spirit that we can overcome our setbacks, that we can come over uh, trials I've been in through. And if you hear the testimonies that they were shared this past week, and it makes you realize that, that there is a God. That there's a God that hears our prayers. That there's a God that answers our prayers. And sometimes he doesn't answer our prayers the way we want them. But somehow God always seems to work them out. God is always faithful through those trials and tribulations. And, and sometimes it makes you realize why people have that celebration of shouting. Why people go crazy. Why people dance before the Lord. And why people do that. Because if you only knew what they have been through and all, all that they have, they have come out from, You know what it gives you it gives you a reason to celebrate it gives you a reason to shout and God is wonderful God is faithful to those who walk with him those who understand that there is a principle that there is a message of hope when we walk with God and we trust the Lord man there's nothing else better than having a relationship with the living God there's nothing out there I'm telling you there are things that you know they might be wonderful for a season there might be things that are pleasure for a moment but at the end of the day, what's better is our relationship with the living God. And there is nothing that I will trade. There is nothing that will take his place walking with God because God has been good to me. God has been faithful to me. And he's been good to you too. God's been good to you. And maybe you don't see it. Maybe at this moment you don't realize it. But I tell you what, through it all, through it all, God has been good to us. Through it all, God's been faithful. And just like that song they were singing earlier, you know what? He's a way maker. Even when you don't see it, He's working. Even when you don't realize that He is working on your behalf, you know, He, he, he make you run late this morning, maybe for a reason. Maybe you cut that, that, that red light for a reason. You know what? You never know why the Lord is doing what He's doing in your life because He's a good God. And we serve a marvelous, awesome, faithful God this morning. We are more than conquerors through Christ. Amen. Well, let me get into my message I want to share with you for a moment in the book, in, the, in 1 John chapter 5, verse 1 through 15. We're going to read a couple, a few scriptures this morning, but it's okay. We need to read the Bible, amen? So starting with 1 John chapter 5, this is what it says. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God. By loving God... carrying out his commands in fact this is love for God to keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome for someone born of God over overcomes the world this is the victory that have overcome the world even our faith who is the overcomer overcomes the world only the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God This is the one who comes by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and and the three are in agreement. We accept human testimonies, but God's testimony is greater because it's a testimony of God. Which he has given about his son. Whoever believes in the son of God accepts this testimony. Whoever does not believe God hath made him out to be a liar. Because they have not believed the testimony God hath given about his son. And this is a testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. That whoever has the son has life. And whoever does not have the son of God. Does not have life. It is amazing that what types of things people survive these days. You'd be amazed about how people are confronted with situations, how people are confronted with things in life, and how they're am- amazed to survive in this time that we live in today. We hear of people surviving cancer. We hear about people who survive abuse of all kinds, maybe natural disasters or financial setbacks. There are all, all kinds of obstacles and trials that we face in our life. and it, it is, And it is amazing when you see that, how people are able that even in spite, that even in the middle of tragedies, that even in the middle of circumstances that, it will derail most people. That will kill more most people, or will take more more people out. That they're willing to shake it off and pick up pick up the pieces and continue moving on. It is amazing when you look at circumstances of people who have learned to become an overcomer. It is amazing when you look at situations and you wonder how in the world are they're going through what they're going through and have and they have not fallen apart because there there is a secret within them. That is the Lord Jesus Christ because he lives in their spirit. And that's how they are able to overcome the struggle they're facing right now. We all face something. We all face something. You see, it is wonderful to survive. But, but we all want to do more than just survive. You know what? It's wonderful to make it through and come through on the other side. But I don't want just to survive you see, God wants us to do more than just survive. God wants us to strive. God wants us to go forward. God wants us to don't just come out on the other side. But there is a purpose of what you went through there's a plan of what you have been through it's not to take you down but there is a destiny on the other side if you can only learn to understand that, that what I'm going through right now it was not designed to take me out but it was designed to pick me up and to make me stronger and be, be victorious on the other side don't, don't you feel sorry for me because what I'm going through right now is part of building my testimony God is working something in my life that you might not see it in the natural but in the supernatural God's working in my life there is a plan in my life see God wants us to more do more than just survive there's something great you see in first John does not say for for whatsoever is born of God survives the world and this is the victory that survives the world even our faith it doesn't say that he said it says we overcome the world In other words, we have the ability to overcome the world. To overcome means to prevail. What does it mean? It means to pass over. What else does it mean? It means to gain victory. That means to overcome. In other words, all that you've come from, yes, you might have come a long way, but every step that I take is a victory. Every step that I take is a victory. Yes, it might not be a pretty one. I might have to crawl to get over on the other side, but every step that I move forward is a victory in the name of Jesus. It's victories in my life. You see, we don't want to just settle for surviving. We want to gain the victory. You see, it is the victory that we learn in life. It is journey about that we're serving right now as Christian believers or or followers of Christ. Listen, this world can fall apart. There are so much things happening right now in the spiritual world that we can't see with a naked eye. But there's a lot going on. And our our only hope is Jesus. Our only hope is the Lord. My friend, you can't find it anywhere else. You can search anywhere else, but you won't find it. You might find it for a moment. You might be pleased for a moment, but in the long run, you will feel empty. It's only the Lord that fulfills that in our hearts. See, the spirit of the overcomer has has the victory in their sight. The spirit of the overcomer have the victory on its side. In other words, you see it, but you ain't there yet. You can see the finish line. But you ain't there yet. And sometimes between here and the finish line, you might go through all kinds of setbacks. You might go through all kinds of obstacles in your life. But here is the, here is the secret plan. Here is the secret that you must learn to understand that between here and there, I ain't going to quit. Between here and there, I ain't giving up. Between here and there. In other words, I've come too far to quit now. I've been through all kinds of trials and tribulations to quit now. If I can see the victory line, I must go, go for it all the way it might not be easy it might not be pretty but if i've come this far church i think that's that we need to learn that we need to learn that as followers of christ and you know some of you have been serving the lord many years 10 15 some of you have been saved a long time you can't tell me you have not experienced setbacks even christians experience setbacks The scripture is clear in in this. In 1 John chapter 2, it says, I write to you, your children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know Him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong. And the Word of God lives in you. And you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world love for the father is not in them for everything in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye now there's two different things there See, the lust of the flesh if you're involved in it the lust of the eye if you're looking at it and the pride of life comes not from the father but from the world the world and its desire pass away But whoever does the will of God lives forever. Living the will of God lives forever. If you want to overcome, the stuff of the world cannot stay. In other words, if you want to overcome this world, if you want to go forward in God, there are some things in your life, can I preach a little bit? There are some things in your life that you must get rid of. There are some things in your life that you must you you have to clean house. Have you ever been in a time when your wife starts cleaning the house out? And if you ain't careful, she'll throw you out too. You know what? In other words, you better be useful, or I'm gonna throw you out. You know what? And I believe that in our life is the same thing. You got to kick the stuff out of your life. What am I talking about? Talk about things like lying, cursing, alcohol, drugs, immorality, immodest ways of dressing, ungodly music, ungodly movies. Oh, am I, am I preaching too much this morning? Am I, preaching to, am I preaching too hard this morning? This ain't popular preaching, I'm telling you. You see, it all must get an eviction notice. And the sooner, the better. You see, church, we need to understand that if we're going to thrive in God, if we're going to overcome our struggles in life and and overcome things in life, we need to learn to understand that we need to understand that there are things that we have to overcome. You know what? And even own struggles that we deal with in life, that we need to overcome those struggles. You know, sometimes people are battling the same struggles that they they should have overcome five years ago. They should have overcome 10 years ago. You know what? People are dealing with the same things that they should have come 20 years ago. You know what? We need to learn to understand that it's about time that if I'm going to continue to go forward in the things of God, if I'm going to continue going forward in God, that I have to allow those things to move out. You see, Jesus said in, in John chapter 16, verse 28 and 33 it says i come from the father eternal the eternal the world now i am leaving the world and going back to the father then jesus disciples said now you are speaking clearly and without figure of speech now you can see that you know all things and that you do not even know, need to have anyone ask you questions this makes us believe that you come from god do you now believe jesus replied now, listen to this. It says, A time is coming, and in fact has come, when you will be scattered each to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you this thing so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Listen. How am I going to make it? Yes, you're going to face trouble in this world. There's no question about it. But how are you going to overcome it? It's through the help of the Holy Spirit. If God have overcome it, and you can overcome it. But you have to trust in God. The scripture is clear that God's children will face opposition in this present world. Pain, plain and simple. We all face it. You know how, how people say, well, you know what? Now that I become a Christian, I ain't going to have no more problems. And when, well, wouldn't that be wonderful? The church will be packed. But even as Christian believers, we face problems. Even as Christian believers, there, there, there's challenges in our life. Even as Christian believers, we face sickness and battle. But, but what is the difference? Well, so the difference is that Jesus is with me. The difference is, yes, I might go through, through pain. Yes, it might, I might go through struggles. Yes, I might go through sorrow in my life. But the difference is that I'd rather walk with them with Jesus on my side than go through them with not Jesus on my side at all. Helen Keller, famous for the difficulties she overcame being born blind, made that observation that the marvelous richness of human experience will lose something of rewarding, joy, if there were not limitations to overcome. The hilltop hour would not be half so wonderful if there were not dark valleys to traverse. In other words, it is the difficulties in life that gives us the opportunity to know what it's like to have a victory. It is in those hours of darkness that you learn what you're made of. It is in those hours of difficulties that you think you ain't going to make it until you're confronted with something that you realize you never saw it coming just to learn that the Lord gives you the ability to confront it. Just to learn that the Lord gives you the strength that you never thought you had it, but somehow within your belly started bubbling and gives you the ability and gives you the strength because it is the Lord that gives us the strength. It is the Lord that gives us the power to go through what I'm going through right now because if it had not been for Jesus, I would have lost my mind by now. You see, to be an overcomer, a a birth is required. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 4, that for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. There's no way to be an overcomer without being born again. Jesus told Nicodemus that a person must be born of the water and the spirit. Being an overcomer demands that we be born again. Now listen to me. There is not one person alive today who can honestly say that they are living joyfully, fulfilled, victorious life. That person does not have the ingredients necessary for a victorious life. There is a void in their life that can only be filled successfully in jesus christ in other words you you think you have it all but if you don't have jesus you don't have nothing you know what you might think you're living a wonderful life but without jesus you still don't have nothing because the only one that can fulfill your empty heart is the spirit of god the only one that can fulfill that void in your heart is jesus my friend you can have the world but if you don't have jesus you still have nothing Oh, I'm preaching better than you guys are shouting, but it's okay. That's all right. To be an overcomer requires a belief. I'm almost done. He said that the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. You do not become an overcomer by trying alone. You become an overcomer by trusting with your heart, your whole heart. It is by belief of faith that we are born again, repent, baptized, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh my goodness. How are you going to do it? In other words, you got to repent, get water baptized, and then get filled with the Holy Ghost. That's how you're going to make it. But even with that, you feel troubles. But I tell you what, but it's wonderful to know that Jesus is walking with me, even in that midnight hour. When there's no one to call, when there's no one who answers the phone, that I can still call upon the name of Jesus, and he hears my prayer. He hears my calling. It is Jesus that I call upon. Woo! My goodness. It is the Lord. If you want to be victorious, it is time to stop trying to work everything out on your own, and start trusting the one who created your soul we need to trust in God my friend there is a point that you come to listen to me well there is a point that you come down to that you realize I can't do this there is a point that you come to realize I can't make it on my own I've tried everything I've searched everywhere I've been from here to there and still can't be happy because you learn to realize that you got you have to trust in the Lord what are you trusting in? What are you trusting in? Is it self? It will die. Is it pleasure? It will go away. Is it money? It will be spent. Is it your job? They will always need you. Is it this world? They will chew you up and spit you out. Listen, you can't depend on the things of the world you can't depend on materialistic stuff you can't depend on always on your youth well i'm young and i'm gonna live forever no listen look at some of these people here gravity will take over sooner or later you can you can only be young so long you can only be pretty so long because sooner or later gravity you can go work out all you want you can go exercise all you want but sooner or later gravity is going to win i guarantee it my friend and you have to trust in the lord You can't trust in anything else but trust in God alone. See, verse 6 declares that it is by the blood of Jesus Christ that we are made overcomer. It is the blood that gives us the victory over sin and death. It is is the blood of Jesus. It is the precious blood of Jesus that gives us the ability. My friend, that's how we're going to make it. That's how we're going to do it. There's a, story, there's a story being told that years ago in London, a liberal minister who didn't believe in the gospel was visited by a young boy who had been sent by his mother. He said, my mother is dying. Please come and get her in. At first, he believed the boy meant that his mother was out drunk somewhere. So the minister said to the boy, Get a policeman. It is raining out and I don't want to go out. Get a policeman to to get her home. The boy replied, she's already home, at home. She's not drunk. She's at home and she's she's dying. Now the minister was stunned as he understood that she needed words of comfort to face her maker. So he was worried about what to say. When he arrived at her bedside, he told her that she had lived A good life. You're nothing to fear, he said. God is love but his words gave her no hope. The pastor became desperate and all he could remember was a a hymn his mother had sung when he was a boy. So he began to sing. There is a fountain filled with blood drawing Emmanuel's veins and sinners plugged beneath the flood lost all their guilty stains. Seeing the woman's face brighten, he related to what he had been taught in his youth. that Christ took the sinner's place on the cross. In those moments, the dying woman found peace and hope in the blood and, and by trusting Jesus as her savior. The next Sunday, he told his congregation about his experience. He concluded, "Not only did I get her in, but it got me into." From now on, I'll preach Christ and Him crucified. You see, we know that there's more to salvation than that. But the point being, it's that starts with Calvary. The blood and trust in Jesus, that is what this world needs. And how many of this world needs Jesus? This world needs Jesus. He's been baptized and Holy Ghost are sure to follow when people get real taste of what Jesus did at the cross. We must live like overcomers. And John said in Revelation chapter 12, one of the verses they were using this weekend. Verse 10 says, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down and they overcame him by the blood of the lamp oh I have right here by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their life to the death And not that wonderful How do we overcome the world by our testimony? Listen, that uh, what what have we been through, what we have experienced in the past, is a testimony to the world that is through the blood of Jesus that I'm here today because of what God has done for me. I'm here to this point morning preaching to you because a long time ago, this teenage boy walked to the altar and gave his heart to Jesus. And the blood of Jesus washed his sins away. And I'm here standing right now preaching the gospel because, because the blood of Jesus washed my sins away. And all of you have experienced the same thing. It is by the power. Listen, the accuser comes day and night to torment you. Who is the accuser? The, the devil. He will come and he will try to make you believe that you ain't good enough, to make you believe that you're not qualified enough, to make you, and then he starts lying to you that you're not pretty enough, that you're not good enough, and he will try to accuse you. And here you are trying to, sur- look at you, he will look at you and try to say things like, Who do you think you are? There you are, preaching the gospel there you are trying to teach Sunday school trying to teach a class or trying to join the worship team or trying to do this he he will try to lie to you but I tell you what the Bible says your dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you it's greater than the one who is in the world how am I going to make it because of Jesus, listen—it's not on my own ability, it's not on my own strength, it's not on my own power. It's Jesus that lives in me that I'm going to make it. And how many know that is so true in our life in this journey that we're living right now? It is through the power of Christ that we're going to make it. Listen, church. There have been many times that I would, that I would have gave up already there have been many times that I would have put this mic down walk out the door never come back in my walk with the Lord but I've learned that if I'm going to overcome it's not on my own ability not on my own strength not in what I know is walking with God day by day and every day th- this, there's battles and every day there's struggles and every day in life and you know as you become older in life you learn to realize the importance of life what really matters in life, and what matters is in the long haul that I'm gonna cross that victory line, that I'm gonna make it a heaven someday, that I'm gonna walk before God, and I'm gonna walk before God one day because I finished the race, I, I became an overcomer through Christ who lives in me, my friend, and that is the victory, that's the goal that we're looking forward to one day, you know what. Church, and I think when we learn that, and if our young people, their generation, learn to put God first in everything they do, man, if you learn to put God first, trust in the Lord, trust in God. I don't know where you're at right now in your relationship with God, I don't know if you need salvation. I don't know if you need to give your heart to the Lord this morning. I don't know if you need to re- rededicate your life. Maybe you grew up in church. Maybe you knew about church. You, you, maybe your grandma or whatever, mom, you, you went to church as a young child, but you have, you have drifted away. You, you're not walking with God, but you want to make sure. Maybe you're watching online right now, or you've been watching throughout this week. Whenever you're watching, maybe you're watching, this, maybe you're watching right now in the middle of the night. And you say, you know what? I want to give my heart to Jesus. You know what? Bible says that today is the day of salvation. Why is that? You know why? Because we don't have tomorrow promise. There are people who were somewhere last week that said, I will give my heart to Jesus next week and they didn't make it. Today is the day of opportunity. Today is the day to make it right. Let's bow our heads for a moment. If you're watching online and YouTube or Facebook, just bar, just bow your heads for a moment and say, Father, right now, Lord, maybe there's people in this building right now, Lord. Maybe they're here and they need you. They need to experience salvation. They need to experience hope. And if you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, I need salvation this morning. Maybe I need to rededicate my life. We're not going to embarrass you. We ain't going to call you out, but we don't know how to pray for you. Everything that we've done from the opening prayer to right now, it leads to this moment right now. If you're here this morning, say, I need salvation. I need to rededicate my life. If you're watching online, you can comment right there. You say, I need, I need the Lord. We'll pray for you. But if you're here this morning, you need salvation or rededicate your life, in the count of three, just lift up your hand. One, two, three. Lift that hand up. Anybody? I see that hand. I see that hand. I see that hand. You can put him down. I see that hand. Anybody else? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Anybody? let us pray father in the name of jesus father lord i pray for all the hands that were lifted up in this building maybe those who are watching online father i pray lord in the name of jesus lord that they experience the spirit of the overcomer lord that that through christ that lives in us we can overcome this world we can overcome the temptations we can overcome the pressures the struggles it is through him who lives in us and I pray for every hand that will lift it up, Lord. Maybe for salvation for the first time. I pray, Lord, as they open up their hearts, they will receive you as their Lord and Savior. And I pray for those who maybe they're making a commitment back to you this morning. I pray that you will draw them back to the altar, back to hope. And I give you the praise and the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And amen. Now, I give the Lord a clap of praise this morning like you mean it get up on your feet for a moment if you can let's thank the lord let's praise the lord for a moment say father we just thank you this morning come on just lift your hand just praise the lord for a moment hallelujah father we thank you for your holy spirit lord we thank you for your salvation in my life if you're watching online we want to thank you thank you for watching we'll see you next week god bless you